0: Thank you for joining Shanna and I. We hope that you are all staying sane during this crazy coronavirus time that I'm sure none of us will ever forget. Mandy and I decided, since we couldn't get together because we're both kind of symptomatic, not coronavirus, um, not that we know of anyways, but... We thought we would replay our favorite episode, which it is probably the most important episode that we ever did, and that is our first episode in self love. Next week, we plan on bringing you a new episode, but we hope that you will enjoy today's episode.
1: Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and
0: Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken.
1: Thank you for joining Shanna and I on our first episode of our podcast. Today, our podcast will be on self love. Shanna and I were both a little stressed about exactly how we were going to host this first podcast. We are trying to script it, we are trying to practice it. And then we both realized the whole point of this podcast is to just be ourselves, be true and be authentic. So with that being said, we have decided that we are going to just be as natural and unedited as possible. But with that might come some noise in the background. It might come with maybe a couple cuss words on accident. A dog barking in the background. (laughs) Cars going by, one too many ums. But the reality of it is that this is just two people sitting in a room, simply sharing our story, our wisdom, and anything that we've learned that we felt could help others. And so that's going to be us. Just light
0: workers wanting to spread our light and help others find that within themselves. And with that, our first podcast is about self-love, but I do believe that we cannot connect with self-love if we don't have a connection with ourself. So place your hand on your heart. And let's just take a second to connect with this heart space, breathing into your heart, allowing allowing your breath to go in and out just very freely, allowing any thoughts to come in and out like waves. Allowing you to sense the energy in the space of the heart, allowing you to breathe in healing energy to heal any grief, any worries and fear, just letting all those things just fade away with every breath, blowing them out. Breathing in divine healing energy, just truly letting yourself, giving yourself permission to connect with yourself and your heart. So I don't know how that felt for you, but I do that. Well, I do it every day because I have to come home to myself, come home to the self and connect with my own energy releasing any thoughts just if it's for a minute will help you and i do suggest you doing that every day connecting to yourself will help you connect to the parts of you that need healing that need forgiveness that need acceptance everything that will help you on your journey to self-love because self-love is kind of a journey and I know for Mandy and I, we both have like these moments in our life that self-love, looking back, was absent in our lives.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so we'd like to share them with you. So Mandy, what do you think about, like, what's your first experience where you were like, oh
1: my gosh, I have no self-love? So it's interesting that you asked that because last night I was laying in bed, going over my day and thinking about today and anticipating our first episode, and I kind of just asked the universe, my spirit guides, my higher power to help me to figure out when that moment was. And what came to mind was many, many years ago, I was in an abusive relationship and for about a year and a half, it was pretty verbally and physically abusive. And I remember a specific evening. I never had the strength or the love to walk away from it, but one night, actually, you and I had gone out for dinner and we came back to my apartment and we found this person was there. And this person got physical and was angry and intoxicated and was not allowing us into my apartment. And long story short, If you put my hands on me, it's one thing, but when he put his hands on you and pushed you down the stairs, that was the moment that I decided I was done with that relationship. So here I am in this relationship and him getting physical with me was not enough to walk away because I didn't love myself enough, but I loved Shanna enough to where if he got physical with her, then that was the breaking point where I finally ended the relationship. Does that make sense to you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's so much easier to love others
1: than it is to love ourselves Uh for some reason. Yeah, I was willing to stay in that relationship and accept where I was at with it because I didn't love and respect myself enough. But it was interesting to me that if he did that to someone else, then I was willing to walk away. So talk about a lack of self-respect and love. And we're so conditioned to feel that way, Mm -hmm. to put others
0: before ourselves. I mean, especially as mothers, I mean, we will turn into mama bear if somebody messes with our kids, but Mm -hmm. for ourselves, we'll put up with the most shit ever. Years ago, every therapist I've ever seen was like, you need to practice meditation. And like, I have ADHD. I have like a total clusterfuck in my head. How the hell am I ever going to do mindfulness? I, I, I don't even know what that means. So I took a class, I'm in this class, and this guy has a very nice voice, and there's a group of people, and we're all going to close our eyes, and we're all going to listen to what he's saying, and I'm, I'm giving it 100%, I'm trying the best I can, the whole time he's talking, here I, I've got this chatter, this brain chatter in my head. God you really suck at breathing like he's telling you to breathe in and out you're breathing out and in I mean like you're yeah. not doing this right you should just be at home probably taking care of your kids you could be using your time cleaning your house doing the dishes mm-hmm. and then you know I'm like no 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 I'm bringing myself back I'm, I'm focusing on the breath and then he's telling me to picture this well I'm picturing like something totally different I'm like you, you can't even picture anything he's saying like, literally, you're such a failure at this. You, mm. And then it goes on. Mm. So it's not just the failure about this. Then I'm thinking, you know what? It's because you failed at everything. You've never been good at anything anyone's ever told Ouch. you to do. And it just went on and on. And so the one thing, even though I didn't actually, that first class, have, like, some success with mindfulness, the one thing I got from it was how negative my thought patterns were. And I realized, wow, it took me to absolutely be so still for a second to be able to hear that. And when I did, I felt really, really sad because I thought to Mm -hmm. myself, would I ever tell that to Mandy? Would Mm -hmm. I ever say, Mandy, you really suck at life. I'm sorry. Like, Mm -hmm. just give up. No. Would I ever tell that to my daughters? I have two daughters. Would I ever tell my daughters, you know what? You suck. You can't even breathe right. Mm -hmm. You can't do anything right. I easily told myself that.
1: I actually remember you sharing this experience with me. And I remember you telling me how difficult it was. And how incredibly um, constant it was. That it was like throughout the day that you were battling, like almost like every minute you were having a thought. Yeah, it took
0: me to be still in that mindfulness class, just to shut up for just a second. Once I was able to be still and quiet, what I heard was so bad, and it mm. was all bad towards me. Mm. Well, shortly after, which kind of then up sealing the deal for me, was that I was given a challenge to do t- to a non-judgment day. And I definitely suggest this to anybody who's listening. It was just one day trying to not have judgments all day long on anybody else, just trying to be present and just kind of let everything roll off, journal about this. Well, I got to the first stop that morning and it was my son's middle school. And I thought, I I think I can do this. I know what I'm about to face. I, I'm going to face a bunch of people who are in traffic, who aren't going to let anybody in. I mean, it was such a mess at that school in the mornings. And I knew I was going to have a problem. I was going to be like, you son of a bitch, you just cut me <laughs> off. Or, I'm not letting you in, lady. Like, been sitting in this line for 50 minutes. Are you kidding? But you know what? I just decided to let everything go and just try not to have any judgments. I did pretty good that first, like half an hour. And then I got to my, it was on my way to my second stop, which was my daughter's preschool. And by the time I had gotten to her preschool, I had judged several times. And the sad thing was all of my judgments were to myself.
1: A non-judgment day would be trying not to judge yourself or others. Yeah, definitely.
0: But the thing was, is that like you said in your story, Mm -hmm. where you were able to fight for somebody else. Yeah. I was able to have that non-judgment towards others, but I found that it was very difficult to Uh, not have it within myself. Wow. And that awareness Mm -hmm. led for the rest of the day, me journaling Mm -hmm. about all of the judgments that I had towards myself.
1: That sounds so hard and so difficult, but so rewarding. I I do know that in my personal experience, I actually went as far as writing myself an apology letter. I think you might have suggested it to me about all the judgments that I had made about myself for so many years. I realized just how mean I'd been to myself and it was incredibly powerful Um, and deep. Uh, I went as far back as even being a child. I can remember judging myself at a very young age. But the letter, I would suggest that too. A non-judgment day and a letter to yourself. Of forgiveness. Of forgiveness. And you want to know what? That's kind of part of my story. So my self-love really started when I decided to get help for my alcoholism about nine years ago. During my stay at a rehab here in Colorado, I will never forget when I was sitting in the chapel and a gentleman asked me if I believed in a higher power. And I said, yes. And he asked me if I believed my higher power was forgiving. And immediately I said, absolutely. And he said, then if you believe your higher power is forgiving, and you decide not to forgive yourself. then you're saying you're more powerful than your higher power. And it was in that moment that I realized, oh my gosh, he's right. And I was able to start my self-love journey with forgiveness. Forgiving myself for all of the horrible things that I had done in my addiction. For... um the lying, the manipulation, the pain that I caused myself and others—it was in that moment that I realized my past did not define me, and that's where my self-love journey began. For me, it started with forgiveness. How about you, Shanna? I mean,
0: well, I think that one of the reasons why I was um, led to the mindfulness class, why I was in therapy itself, and why I was practicing some of these tools to to actually ease stress in my life, so. Um, was that I had complete selflessness. Like, Mm. I had no self, so how could I have self-love for myself? Because I had lost myself. I actually feel like I was conditioned from a very young age. I am from southern roots, so I believe this is actually in my DNA. But I grew up thinking... You don't do for yourself. You only do for your children and your husband and your family. The three F's, faith, family, friends. That's the order it goes. There's no you in
1: that. Wow. Wow. That's profound.
0: Yeah. There's no you. I mean, literally, I remember times where I said, well, I'm going to go out um, with my friends. We're going to have a spa day and then we're going to do this and that. And my family looking at me like, what? What? You're gonna leave your children to go have a good time? Like, what? Yeah. You don't do that. You're a mother now.
1: You know, when I, when I look back on how you were before you started loving yourself, I see that. If there's anyone that I know in my life that would run herself literally into the ground, <laughs> tired, um, full of anxiety, stress, because you were doing so much for everyone. Well, and the thing is, you
0: have this hope that the more I give to you, the more I'm going to receive from you, which mm-hmm. is actually false. So it, that is a temporary comfort. And it is a lie. You think the more I give to you, the more I love you, the more you're going to love me back. But that's that's actually not how it works. So the, how it should work is that you love yourself so much that that just expands out on its own. Okay. Naturally. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think when I look back and of course I have no real regrets because I wouldn't be where I am today, but I used to think the most important thing we could teach our children and others was to love just, I'm going to love them so much. And that's the most important thing to do is to give your children love. But now looking back, I think the most important thing that we can teach our children and others is to love themselves. That's good. That's just not taught to, these days to love the inside. In fact, Mandy and I were talking about it earlier. We spend money on all these things to fix the yeah, outside. Yeah.
1: So I was putting on some foundation, actually, in your driveway. I don't know <laughs> why that, but and I was thinking about how my entire life I put so much time and money into the outsides, whether it was getting a personal trainer, going to the gym, um, clothes, makeup, hair hair extensions, eyelash extensions, bronzing, tanning, uh, teeth whitening. I mean, I could go on and on. And don't get me wrong, self-care is very important. But the reality of it was, I've always tricked myself into believing, because of lack of self-love, that if I could just keep the outside looking good, then the inside the, would look
0: good too. Yes. It, or, we, or we could fake it. Absolutely. If I look like I got it all together on the mm-hmm. outside, yep. well, then I must have it good on the inside. Which, Absolutely.
1: And so it dawned on me how much time and money and effort I've put into the outside of me and how we as humans don't put that time and effort on the inside of ourselves. So
0: it's like I said this. um, You can have this beautiful girl with the best self-esteem in the world. Walks around with confidence and like she's got it. But inside she can absolutely be destroyed and have no self-love.
1: I feel like that was actually exactly how I was. Well, we put on masks. One of the things that the rehab had me do was identify my masks. So I wear a humor mask. Yeah. So a lot of time I cover my pain with humor, because if I can make someone else laugh, then then it makes me feel like I could love myself. But the reality of it is, I've learned that laughing at myself is one of the best gifts I can give myself. Um, so humor was one.
0: i put on I put on the "Oh, I'm so stupid mask. Like, I don't know or don't understand. Oh, I understand. Oh, did you hear my dog barking? Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry
1: about that. But that's how Mandy and I's podcast is pretty much going to go. That's Rascal. And I believe Rascal is an amazing little soul. Maybe one day we'll post a picture on the podcast of him. He's adorable.
0: So I believe that when we do discover this self-love, basically, this is the key to someone's awakening. You're not going to find someone who is able to spiritually come home to themselves without loving themselves. So if you are in the midst of your journey, this is where it's at. You need to join the self-love club, which I don't know if there's a club, but in my mind, there's like the self-love club. Sign this me is, up. Yeah. Sign <laughs> me up. This is where you need to start and to be able to embrace all of your imperfections. You so- need to accept who you are, Mm -hmm. and all the good, bad, and ugly. Mm -hmm. You need to truly connect to yourself, your authentic self, your soul. Mm -hmm. This is the number one thing. This is number one. If you literally can discover self-love, you are free. You have done freed yourself, and you will never be able to go back. You will set the bar for people to treat you how you're treating yourself.
1: That is so true, and wow, did I watch that shift and that transformation? Well, and it
0: can go the other way on the negative side too. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you are not honest with yourself, if you treat yourself badly by having this constant brain chatter of negative patterns, if you are quiet, listen to that brain chatter. Listen to that voice. That is the ego. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, you know... Knowing the difference between self and ego is so important. You know, I used to tell myself that I was worthless, that I was no good, that I was not enough, that the only thing I had going for me was my outside beauty and my sexuality, which as a child, I grew up using that to get what I wanted. That was a mask I wore as well. I would like to say that a lot of my faults, I've actually learned to really love. And I, I, when I say really love, I mean truly, deeply in my soul love. I love that I'm not perfect. I love that I am imperfectly perfect. I love that I am able to laugh at myself when I go to color Easter eggs with my children and we go to drop them in the color and I realize I forgot to boil them. I love myself that I never know where I am. I suck at directions. She really does. (laughs) I I mean, this is like, I'm glad you can love that about yourself. (laughs) I love that um, I mispronounce words all the time. I love that I don't know everything. Yes, because then you
0: have room to grow. Sometimes I'm late or right on time. There's room to grow with that for me Mm -hmm. to be able to have something to strive for, to be there on time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I, if everyone is always perfect, then there's no room to grow. So we have to really accept these imperfections and just learn to love them, mm-hmm. learn to work with them because they help us grow.
1: Absolutely. And you know what? One thing that was really, really important to me was coming up with my own personal definition for integrity. Integrity to me is when... My actions match my soul. I found that for many years growing up, my addiction, my actions did not match my heart and who I was. I was a people pleaser. And so now that my actions match who I am, I am able to fully love myself. And I do not sacrifice my morals or my values to please another person because if I do that I will fall back into old patterns so for me integrity is huge and like I said for integrity for me is when my my heart matches my actions because when you align yourself like that you cannot avoid self-love when you are aligning yourself in that
0: way and connecting and just truly profoundly identifying the things of yourself and what you accept and what you don't you will also see that there's a separation of yourself and someone else and this is something is very important because you start to say you know what i need to protect this self now that i love it
1: it needs protection wait wait hold on protect yourself Now, I want you guys to think about that as our listeners. Have you ever been taught that? No, we've never been taught that. We have been taught to protect others. So give us examples. How do you protect yourself? Well, all of a
0: sudden you feel like, you know, this negative energy that's coming around me all the time, when it's around me, it's making me sad or it's making me angry or it's changing my mood. So now you have this awareness not of, the self, but now you have the awareness of how others are affecting your vibe. And this is actually, there's science behind this. There is, we are vibrations and we let off vibrations. So when a negative energy comes within your vibration, it's going to react with your vibration. It's going to raise it up or down. And if you are an empath, someone who can really truly sense and feel the energy of others, if that energy is affecting you and your personality and your day, and you know, when you go to the store and you're happy in a good mood, and all of a sudden somebody, I don't know, steals your parking spot right in front of you, you're like, What the heck is going on? And the guy is pissed off. You see him in the store, and, and now he's got like 50 things that don't have price tags, and he's right in front of you, and mm-hmm. you're just like so aggravated. Like his day now is spilling onto your day, you don't even know him. But this negativity, so we're walking around without protection. If you are protected and you know, you know what, this is mine and this is yours. I don't have to take this guy's stuff. I don't even know him for Christ's sake. So I am just going to protect myself, worry about myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to care and love myself enough to kind of separate and protect the energy around me. You just start to love yourself so much that you really care about what you let in your life.
1: I just had like this thought and I felt like a little bit of pain when I, when I had thought of this, what you just talked about triggered me. I had such a lack of self-love that I would let people cross my personal boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. I can remember as a waitress and working in the service industry, I would have a guy slap me on the ass or say something absurd to me and I wouldn't. Want to protect them. I wouldn't want to get in a confrontation with them. I wouldn't want to upset them. So I would allow them to do that and walk away without respecting myself enough to, to let them know that they crossed a boundary. Well, and
0: how would you know that they crossed a boundary? Because it would make you feel something inside. Yeah, it would make you so feel
1: extremely... If you're not yeah. connected
0: with that feeling. Yeah. And if you don't care about that feeling, that sense of your soul inside, then you just let it happen. And you do that for years. hmm we're talking like, you don't
1: care anymore how anybody treats your body or your no. soul. You have, you're not connected to it. It was interesting that I was willing to sacrifice myself and what I felt to protect them, actually. Yeah. And you're exactly right. I never sat in it, and I never recognized what that feeling in my stomach was, but it was 100% the lack of self-love and not protecting myself. Over
0: time, that becomes pain even a little shame and guilt. Shame, guilt. We're mirroring people, okay? So he's saying, she's okay with this.
1: So yeah. i keep doing it. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? You, She has no respect for herself, so why, why should I respect her? I remember actually one time a bouncer saw this gentleman actually do that to me and they took him out back. This was in when I lived in Las Vegas and they physically beat him up and kicked him out. And I felt... I had done something wrong. I felt bad for him. I felt like it was my fault. Isn't that interesting? It was because I did not love myself enough to recognize truly how, how much I didn't respect my own boundaries.
0: Yeah. When you connect with yourself, you're, you discover all of these things. Some of them need care, and so that's part of self-love. You start to care for the healing that needs to be done. Healing needs specific care. And sometimes that needs solitude. And sometimes the people around you are not comfortable with you having any time for yourself. Yeah. Like I remember lying to people that I was going to get a massage. Okay. I'm a massage therapist. (laughs) Um, and I would have to lie to my family and people because I felt
1: guilty for taking one hour to myself. I was never taught by anyone We aren't taught to love ourselves and then as we get older, we immediately jump into these relationships and love someone else before we've even learned to love ourselves. Self-love leads to
0: healing. If you love somebody and they're hurting, what do you do? You care for them. So if your child gets hurt, okay, and comes up to you and they're bleeding, You're going to say, what happened? What happened to you? Let's care for this. But you're going to examine, like, how did this happen? How did you get this wound? Okay, you're not Mm -hmm. just going to say, all right, put a Band-Aid on it and go. You're going to
1: identify how it happened and the emotion and the pain that's with it So you deeply, Yeah,
0: you deeply need to examine where the pain comes from. So look at it as if you're looking at a child's pain. Where is this coming from? What do I need to do to heal it?
1: So we don't even know ourselves and we're trying to love someone else. Does that make any sense?
0: No. And then we have children and then you completely lose yourself
1: Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. because now you have the responsibility of giving love and care and you still haven't even begun to to discover that within yourself. And the thing is, is that we're conditioned to um, meet all of these high standards of the world and our parents and they want us to be this and that. And so... We're striving to meet all of these, these dreams of others. And so we're failing at them because they're not really our dreams.
1: You know what? Let me ask you a question. I want to give our listeners an example. Can you describe a few things about you, to me, that you love about yourself?
0: I was asked this question probably about nine years ago. And I, I said nothing. I said I was good at nothing and I loved nothing about myself. Maybe I said I was maybe a good mother, but now what I love about myself that I can connect and share with others, I'm a good communicator. Mm -hmm. I love that I have a very empathic heart. I love that I am very emotional and can connect with somebody's pain very easily because now I know how to protect Protect myself. With everything that I love about myself, like, each part of it, there was healing involved with it. But there was a process of getting there that was part of that that I can that was That was getting to that. know yourself. Yes. So every mm-hmm. single thing that I love about myself is not, like, superficial. It is so much deeper well, than... Well, so
1: that's where I was going to get at because I have found it interesting that lately I've asked some other people in my life to describe what they love about themselves. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you were to ask me, and I'm going to pretend right now that I haven't done any of this self love work I would say I love this would be the old me I would have said um I love that I'm a mom I love that I'm a good cooker I love that I'm a cleaner I love that I am good at making people laugh so those were like the basic things I used to love about myself now those are worldly labels like I'm a mom that's a label I have a great personality. Yeah. Just very superficial Yes. And now I would say things like I love also that I am an empath. Oh,
0: I love that. I
1: love these. That's my soul. Right. I love that I feel a connection to earth with my feet. I love that I, that I love hard. Right. I love, I love people. I love their stories. Right. I love people. Do you see, like, before it yeah. was all labels. I right. love that I'm a mom. Right. I love that I was a good student. I love right. that I'm an athlete. Well,
0: I tell you this much. My list of what I don't like, that I didn't like about myself would have been much longer. Oh, gosh. Mine and was... and the, the point of that is, and I love this, Mandy, because self-love is not just, oh, I love my body. I love my eyes. I love my mm-hmm. hair. Those yeah. are just physical body parts, okay, You have another entity within you, that energy that entered your physical body. And that is the part that the self-love is coming from. And it is not a superficial love. We're talking authentic, authentic, deep love. And if there's a difference, because some people will think... Oh, is self-love selfishness? Well, no, because selfishness is coming from the ego. Oh, well, what do you love about yourself? Oh, I love that. I can get every guy I like and I love my car. (laughs) And, you know, those things are, that's that selfishness, okay? And it has nothing to do with love because it's not coming from the soul. Now the world owns you when that's all you can think about, Mm -hmm. about loving yourself.
1: Yeah. One time someone asked me something. I really had to sit in it. And for a moment, I had like almost fear and terror inside. If every single human on the earth was wiped out and you were just sitting here by yourself on earth, could you be happy? And being alone was something that was always kind of a fear of mine because I didn't love myself. So I thought about that. Like, how can someone love themselves if no one's around them? they have no one to communicate with, if they have well now, guess what? I could honestly say, I could be happy. I can communicate with myself, I can love myself.
0: Did you discover that happiness doesn't come from another person? From
1: within. You will never
0: be able to find happiness in another person just like you'll never be able to be miserable because of another person. All these things you do to yourself.
1: We are taught, yeah, that, that it comes from outside and not to look inside.
0: You don't need another person to complete you. You're already whole, but we don't know this. It's the awareness of the self that's going to be key here for you and accepting and connecting. And this allows you then to connect on a deeper level with everyone around you. Everything
1: else is just really superficial. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just kind of throw out some keywords that are, are important. And Shanna, please add. So we have awareness self-awareness is part of self-love. We have acceptance. We briefly said that it means accepting your flaws, but it also means, for me, accepting my past and what has gotten me here. When you think of acceptance, what do you think of?
0: Accepting suffering, accepting Mm -hmm. all your misfortunes and everything as part of your journey. You don't get to where we are today if you have had a beautiful, perfect life with no pain and suffering but as parents we really tried to just we're like I'm gonna make sure that my children don't have to go through all the pain I went through this is Mm. this used to be my thoughts I'm gonna make sure my children don't have to suffer or have to lack in anything I want them to have everything every opportunity I'm gonna catch them when they fall I'm gonna make it just a beautiful life for them but if I would have had that kind of life I would have had no growth you would have had no reason to get
1: to know yourself. right so
0: accepting your life accepting the parents that you have and accepting what you don't have because it makes you who you are and loving that person mm-hmm. I
1: mean you just have to work with what you got and fine and gratitude I was another one and being grateful for these experiences I am truly truly grateful I actually used to go to AA and in the meetings I used to hear people say they were grateful alcoholics and I wanted to punch them in the face. (laughs) I was like, how in the hell can you tell me that you are a grateful alcoholic? Like, are you kidding me? I mean, alcoholism brought darkness like no other into my life and into my soul. So for someone to say that actually pissed me off and I did not understand it. But today... I can say that I get it because I am truly grateful for all that pain and darkness because it has gotten me to where I am at today. And I can talk about it with pride and with an attitude of gratitude. As cliche and cheesy as that sounds, an attitude of gratitude is something I have to do daily for my self love. I have to every morning remind myself of how grateful I am for not just the good things, but for the bad things as well.
0: I mean, you truly have to let go of who you thought you were supposed to be. I mean, Mm -hmm. thinking comes from the ego. So connecting comes from the soul. So connect with who you are supposed to be and let go of who you thought you were supposed to be Mm -hmm. or who you thought the world wanted you to be. And you have to be able to love yourself enough to do that. Connecting with yourself. Another thing is, is that we truly need to know the difference between the ego and the soul. It's so important to discover there's this energy that has been with us since we were born that is connected to a higher source. And then there's this physical body and the thoughts that have been taught to us over time. And you have to learn how the soul would, or God or whatever you believe in, this, this energy would never tell you you done fucked up your whole life do all that alcohol spend drugs and you fucked up you know not doing this or that you didn't you know go to church every single that's week. that's what my ego told me do you think that your soul would say that no 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 your soul would say i love you come home
1: always Ugh. come home oh my god i love that
0: come home if you don't trust this soul you will not be able to continue on your journey until you do you won't be able to, to find that intuition you won't be able to learn to trust your intuition your intuition is your soul
1: speaking wow that's deep you know that's actually um something I recently learned and it was it was hard it was a hard lesson but the blessing in it was that um I did learn to trust myself because for many years I didn't um I don't know. It, the intuition was there, but I just didn't trust myself. It was. It's interesting that I would put. I was always looking to put my trust in someone else and yeah, not within myself. For them myself. to guide you, right? Another yeah. physical person who
0: is probably yeah. just
1: as lost. <laughs> yeah, and why would I? Why would I do that? Why would I? Why would I trust someone else more love... than I trust myself? Right. You need these things to get through your journey.
0: You need to be able to connect with yourself and your intuition for the next step of your journey. I mean, because the steps are never ending. I mean, the journey is, is constant. So you're always growing. But if you can't learn this first step of self-love, then it's going to be very difficult to get through the rest. I mean, it cannot be forced. I mean, this is just the very first thing you will need on, on your journey and your path to your purpose. And so intuition, a lot of times we say, oh, that's so stupid. I don't know why I thought of that. Well, maybe that's the one thing that you need to maybe connect with a little bit more. Trusting that. What is that feeling? What's that gut feeling telling you? What is that pain that you're feeling inside? Is that telling you you need to care for yourself? You need more water? You know, we need to not only connect with our inner spirit. You can also connect with your body, you know. Mm -hmm. So connecting with all of of who you are, all of your mind, body, and soul. And -hmm. loving each part of that. Not just protecting the physical body, protecting your soul, not just cleansing your physical body, cleansing your soul, Mm -hmm. you know, not just exercising your physical body,
1: exercise your mind and soul. Wow. That's big. You know, that, that brings me to a list that I wrote about things that I do for self-love. And if you want to jump in and add to it, for me, it started out with the simple process of learning to be still. Because in our mm-hmm. world today, yep. being still, I didn't think it was an option. But then when I started to love myself, I made it. I made it an option. It was an option. It was something I do. It's a great place to start because,
0: like, with me, it was where I was able to actually hear mm-hmm. that those negative behavior um,
1: patterns that I had. I can remember one of the very first things that I was taught in rehab was affirmations. Affirmations. I'll absolutely. never ever forget how uncomfortable it was for me. But they uh, they asked us to go outside and we were in Estes Park and scream affirmations at the mountains. I screamed. I love myself. I deserve love. I deserve love love my current one is
0: a self-love um, affirmations one that is like my theme of the month i am
1: enough i have enough mm, love that there are meditations on self-love it's a good place to start
0: specifically i find that in the heart chakra we tend to carry the most energy and a lot of times there's not enough space for our own because we're carrying so many others energy that we need to kind of rid of that. So when you're doing work and like with meditation stuff, there's a meditation called a meta meditation, or it's also called like a loving kindness meditation. It's an exercise where you give love to someone that you know, then you give love to someone that you don't know very well, that you are upset with, and then the very end, you give love to yourself. And it's a very powerful meditation. Mm -hmm. It's called loving kindness or meta meditation. Mm -hmm. So Reiki itself helps you be able to connect with your soul for healing, connect with the energy within your body on a deeper level. It truly wakens up the emotions within the body that are unprocessed and need to be healed and cared for truly helps you connect to your soul and, and definitely will help you kind of rid some of the energies to give you space so that you're able to discover self-love. De-
1: okay. So back to awareness, and acceptance, acceptance have on here eating well so again putting things in your body that can help to
0: and say I think that comes naturally when you start to have you start to discover like a deep love for yourself you start to care about what's around you and what you put in your body it's just like a natural thing so that you start
1: to care about who you surround yourself with you start to care about what you put into your body like all of these really cool things start happening let me just add really fast that that is so true because I did start caring then I kind of had this weird guilt like Ooh, I'm not sure I want to hang out with this person or this person um, because of their energy. And it felt kind of judgy. Like, I felt like I was judging. So I talked to my therapist about that. And she said, Oh, no, sweetie, that is not judgment. That is you protecting yourself. And so I had to tweak my perspective on that. And this might sound silly, but I thought, well, in the Bible, it talked about how Jesus would put himself in the middle of, you know, prostitutes and thieves and, you know, and she looked at me and she said, Mandy, you are not Jesus. You don't have that energy, <laughs> you don't have that. It was just like this aha moment. Like, you know what, you're right. Like it is not my job to go out there and try to heal others if, if their energy and where they're at doesn't match with my soul. So I just thought I would share that. Another thing I wanted to talk about really fast was um, boundaries. Do you wanna to touch base on that? Just like I said earlier, if you place
0: high value on yourself with self-worth, self-respect, I mean, you're going to receive that. So opposite. If you have no boundaries and you just let people take, 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 they'll be taken. You mm-hmm. keep giving, I'm taking. And so you have to set boundaries. Boundaries for yourself and for others. It's so important. But see, the thing is, is I don't think that unless you see the value of yourself, Do you actually even understand the boundaries? So connection still is my number one. You connect with yourself. All of a sudden it's like almost like a natural thing. Like when you want to naturally, you know, be around good energy, you naturally are protective. So you're putting up these boundaries of not allowing people to cross. It's actually very difficult for the people who love you because if you've been allowing them to cross boundaries forever, When you first finally find this and start implementing this,
1: everyone around you is like, oh my gosh, you're so selfish. Yeah, I remember you sharing that with me. Oh my gosh, it was awful. I remember you saying that like in your first year of self-love, a lot of your family would call you selfish. Mm -hmm. Like, mom, that's so selfish. Yeah,
0: when I stopped lying about my massage, and was like, you know what? I
1: deserve a (laughs) massage. I've just given like 200 of them, so I'm going to go get me one. Yeah. They were like, what? Yeah. I can remember actually laying in bed one day and I'm a severe asthmatic and we're just having an off day and I didn't feel right. I I was listening to myself. I was listening to my intuition. I was listening to my soul, and my soul said I needed rest. And I remember that a family member was like, You're not gonna get up and come to the baseball games. And I was like, <laughs> No, and you should have seen their face. They were like, What? Well, the, the Connor's going to be, Connor's my son. Connor's going to be so sad that you're not coming. And you know what? In that moment, I said no. And I knew I had to take care of myself. And if people wanted to call me selfish, I didn't care. Because I'm no good to anyone else if I'm not taking care and loving myself. Yeah. But I will admit, it felt a little uncomfortable. And I had to, I had to get used to it. Because for 40-something years... I was the yes 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 yes. Okay, I'll be yeah, there. It's very
0: hard to say no. And a lot mm-hmm. of times I think it's good to have like a go-to phrase for you that you that you say that you become comfortable with. So, for instance, mine is I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. I'm working on my own energy today. Ooh, I love or that. I'm sorry, I wish I could, but I'm going to have to say no. It doesn't work out for me today. And people must respect your boundaries,
1: but they won't if you keep saying yes, because there's no boundary. Well, and I think a lot of our time our ego is bigger. <laughs> is My ego was very big. I would say yes, 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 like oh, they're going to be so mad if I'm not there, or, you know, because I'm my ego superwoman. Yeah, my ego also like to tell me that oh, they're going to be so bummed I'm not there because I'm like the fun, I'm the center of the attention. Like that's that literally my ego was so big. Oh, my absence there is going to ruin the night for everyone. You'll find that when you start to say no, people actually don't get upset like you think they will. That's just your ego telling you that people are very respectful and a lot of times I have found that you can make boundaries without even telling people. And I mean, for example, my family and I started a tradition where we stay home on Christmas and we stay in our pajamas. Instead of running around crazy ragged over the holidays. Trying to please everybody. Trying to please everyone. We just simply said, you know what? As a family, we have decided we're going to stay home on Christmas and enjoy ourselves under our own roof. And we thought, oh, people are going to be so mad at us. Nope, they were not. Actually, I think a couple of them have taken on the tradition themselves. Two of my weaknesses, especially
0: back then, were saying no, but another one was asking for help. Oh, gosh, that's so huge. Like, am I worthy of someone else's help? No, I mean, I absolutely would drown myself before actually lifting up my hand to say, please help me. Am I,
1: would I be wrong in saying that you still even struggle with it I a I do absolutely, <laughs> you know
0: what, I still, I still struggle with the ego telling me many things. Yeah. But here's the thing, I now have the awareness. Awareness. And so when I hear the ego come in and say stuff like, you're always late, you're just, you're just a failure, you're just, you're awful. I know what that is, I know what that voice is, it is not true, I try my best. I give myself an affirmation, whatever I have to do. But I choose to be higher than that, than that voice. I choose for my soul to be in the forefront. And I quiet the ego. No longer controls me. I am free from that. Mm -hmm. But yes, I mean, it still does try to come back. And I
1: do hear the little voice, but the voice is so very little now. Where before, it was loud. Well, you know, I heard something once about how not asking for help is actually kind of selfish because yeah. the other person benefits from you. Like, people like to help. It's <laughs> oh, service. It's service. Yes. So if, you're, if the whole world wasn't asking for help, no one would be participating in service work. No, and we should have gratitude for those around us and our soul family and allow people to,
0: to offer assistance. That's and what you we're know here what? for, unity.
1: I even have gotten to the point where I just authentically tell even my children, you know what? Today, I need help from you. If nobody helped,
0: how could anyone even give kindness? Yeah. It's like, I give it, mm-hmm. but I don't want to
1: receive it. I mean, that's because you don't have self-love. Yeah. So you need to connect with Life's that. hard. We need to ask for help. And you know what? A lot of men and boys in our world have been taught and conditioned to believe that asking for help is a weakness. It is not, it is a strength. I guarantee it is harder to ask for help and braver to ask for help than it is not to. I'm
0: gonna read something from my TikTok Han. To be beautiful means to be yourself. You don't need to be accepted by others. You need to accept yourself. When you are born a lotus flower, be a beautiful lotus flower. Don't try to be a magnolia flower. If you crave acceptance and recognition and try to change yourself to fit what other people want you to be, you will suffer all of your life. True happiness and true power lie in understanding yourself, accepting yourself, and having confidence in yourself. That is awesome. Yeah. I suggest that maybe we challenge our listeners to do something for themselves this week. Whether it's meditates, just do maybe one thing for yourself specifically with the intention of, you know what, today I'm doing this for me. I love that. I mean, it doesn't even, I mean, sometimes, because if someone would have said do it every day, mm-hmm. that would have been a challenge for me because I was such a newbie and I had, it was, the self-love thing was a, was a battle for me. Mm-hmm. But once I got it, I mean, there's no going
1: back. I was so free. It is the start of your journey it is and and you know what that could even be just walking out into your backyard and sitting in the grass and feeling the earth and being still that is that is doing something for yourself
0: yeah and accept yourself while doing it it may not be perfect no you know you may not master it the first time but just spend some time getting to know you be the awareness awesome So thank you so much for listening to our edited version of our very first episode that we did on Sense of Soul podcast almost a year ago now. And we hope that you are all safe and healthy. And we hope to bring you something new next week.